Change requires obedience. That's my merry moment for the week. Change requires obedience. I have never seen anyone change that wasn't obedient to something. Change means to move in another direction. So you are being obedient to move in another direction. Let's talk about weight. I want to lose weight. I need to make a change in order to move in the direction of skinny, right? That means I need to be obedient in what I eat. I need to be obedient in my exercise. Change requires obedience. So today, let's talk about the audacity to change. Hello, 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 and welcome to Audacity Presents, where we choose to live an audacious life for Christ by teaching, encouraging, and discipling. Each week, that, that's our goal. That's what I try to do each week when I record this podcast or write a blog. I want to teach, encourage, and disciple. Now, for those of you watching me on YouTube, you may see my head going side to side because Mary is trying to really get into this technology and I'm recording from different angles today. Hey, so if you are also listening to the podcast, jump over to YouTube and see how it worked out. So, you know, if you just got a straight video of my head going side to side, it did not work out, but that's okay. I'm going to keep trying. I am my own producer of my videos and podcasts, right? But that's all right. God's going to bless. God is going to bless. So as I said, each week I want to teach, encourage, and disciple. And I feel like some weeks we hit the mark. And, and we get that message out there and it is clear. But I'm going to tell y'all, some weeks after I record the podcast or video, I go back and I listen to it. Yes, I am. I, I do. I am going back listening to my to my recordings. Um, and I feel like, eh, I feel like I didn't get that message across. But you know what? That That's what I think. But I have to remember that Whoever receives the message, the Holy Spirit is working within that person for the message, the gospel message that they just received. So I say this because you may think, I, I don't have enough education to share the gospel message. Uh, I, I, I don't know scripture enough to share the gospel message. Uh, oh, my hair looks bad today. I'm not going to share. I'm not fixing to walk up to somebody and share the message. But look, the Holy Spirit does not care about all of that. If you have accepted Christ and you are sharing the gospel message, trust me, the Holy Spirit will work within whoever needs to hear it for them to receive that message just the way they need to hear it. Maybe your hair looked bad that day and you sure you shared the gospel message with somebody else who hair looked bad. Okay. I, I'm just saying, just put it out there. Just be audacious because that's what this ministry is. Be audacious and put it out there at all costs by any means necessary. Can we, can we say that? Listen, I want to share the Christ, share Christ with others. And I want uh, you to share his word with others as well. Or for those that are listening who have not accepted Christ, may the Holy Spirit work within you to receive what is being said uh, via this YouTube video or podcast. All right. Audacity. Audacity is defined as the willingness to take a bold risk. Are you willing to take a bold risk? 
Listen, every week that I come on here and record a video, trust me, it is a bold risk. I want to be audacious for Christ by any means necessary. But what about a bold risk to change? Look, I know I'm in your business right now. I know y'all are probably saying, Mary, now you're up in my business. You want me to change? Yes, I want you to change. Hear me out. At least think about it. I want to talk about the audacity to change, for you to take a bold risk to change. Change means a move in another direction. How about we move in the direction of Christ? Have you thought about that? Hmm. Can we make that change? So listen to this. I, I'm in chapter five of John. There was a man that had been an invalid for 38 years. Every year, someone took this man and laid him near the pool of Bethesda, where it is said that an angel came and stirred the water and those who made it in the water were healed because this water is said to have healing properties when the angel came and stirred the water, okay? So for 38 years, this man went to the pool, but he never made it in the water. I know y'all have heard this story. For 38 years, can we say that this man went to the pool because he wanted to change, right? He went hoping to make it in the water to be healed. He wanted to change, didn't he? He went year after year for 38 years because he wanted to be healed. He wanted to change from being sick to being healed. He wanted a change. So he made this move for 38 years back and forth to this pool, hoping to make it in, right? But this particular year, Jesus was there and he sees the man lying there. And Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? In other words, do you want to change, right? Do you want to go from being an invalid to being well? In other words, do you want to move in a different direction? 38 years he went there. The person that took him, I suppose, thought he wanted to change. His, he probably reminded his daughter, hey, daughter, it's time for me to go to the pool. Uh, you know, the pool is, is going to be stirred next week. I need you to take off from work so you can take me down there. Right? But when Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? This is what he said. He said, sir, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone goes ahead of me. Jesus didn't ask, why are you not in the pool? Jesus didn't ask him that. Jesus said, do you want to get well? A simple yes or no question, right? Jesus didn't walk up and say, man, why are you not in the pool? Jesus said, do you want to get well? Yes or no? For 38 years, this man went to the pool and then he meets his healer, the great physician, face to face. And he gives an excuse. That's what I'm going to call it as to why he can't get well. 
I don't know. Other other preachers may preach this from a different angle, but this is what this is what I'm thinking. And so I asked the question: Is that you? How many mornings have you looked in the mirror at your reflection and wanted to change your life? And when the opportunity presented itself, you gave an excuse. How many times has someone shared the gospel message with you? And you said, look, when I get myself together, I, I am. When I get myself together, I'm going to come to the Lord. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. I, I'm not ready yet, y'all. Y'all know I'm still in these streets. I, when I get myself together, I'm going to accept Christ. No, no. Christ will accept you just as you are. How many times have you been invited to church and you responded, hey, it ain't nothing but hypocrites down there in that church. Hey, I ain't going down that church. It ain't nothing but hypocrites. So-and-so, so-and-so sleep with so-and-so and so-and-so -so doing this and the preacher stealing all the money. I I'm not going down to that church. Hey, we're we not talking about the people in the church. We're talking about you. Do you want to get well? We're not worried about the hypocrites in the church. And there are, and there are some there. But we, we're not talking about that. You're being, if you are making excuses, you're being like the man at the well. What did he say? I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down and gets in ahead of me. But that's not what Jesus is asking you. That's not what that person that's sharing the gospel message with you is asking you. He's saying, do you want to get well? You've been out in these streets. Ooh, am I going there? You've been out in these streets and someone is coming up to you saying, do you want to get well? And what they're saying is, will you consider making a change for Christ? Do you have time for me to share the gospel message with you? Do you want to get well? You're, you're out here on these streets. You're doing drugs. You're uh, doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Do you want to get well? That's what I'm asking you today. That's what the Holy Spirit within me is saying. Do you want to get well? No excuses. So how many times have you encountered Christ? And I know you have. I know you have right? You've had some should have been me moments that you thought, man, that was luck. Man, that should, that should have been me, but I, I didn't go out that night. That was your encounter. That, would, that was your encounter. You just saw someone get shot or go through something. And Jesus is saying to you, do you want to get well, right? We're talking about you. How many times? <laughs> That's Christ asking you, do you want to get well? Do you want to change? Do you want to move in another direction? The audacity to change. Hmm. So every week I like to have a merry moment, something that just stuck out to me from what I just talked about. And my message is, or my merry moment is, Change requires obedience. Change requires obedience. I'm looking at all my screens. Change requires obedience, right? 
And because I said that, y'all know I'm coming back with part two, right? But next week, we're going to talk about the audacity of obedience. And we're going to continue the conversation of the man at the pool. Yeah, he gave this excuse per se, but was he obedient? Change requires obedience. So every week, I like to tell you guys about a song that I've been listening to or, or that came to mind when I was preparing for uh, this video or this podcast and the song that came up. And y'all heard me say it. Y'all know y'all have had some should have been moments. So let's listen to some Walter Hawkins. Thank you, Lord. It's probably been a while since you've heard that song. So go over to YouTube, go over to um, my Spotify replay and listen to Walter Hawkins. It's an old one, but it's a good one. It's called Thank You, Lord. This is a couple of the verses. Tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases, people are slipping away. Economies down, people can't get enough pay. As for me, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And then that second verse says, folks without homes living out in the streets, the drug habit some say they just can't beat, muggers and robbers, no place seems to be safe. Y'all know I want to sing this, but I'm not. But you've been my protection every step of the way. I want to say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Listen, next week we're talking about the audacity of obedience. Y'all have a good week. Talk to you Monday. Bye. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the show today. And remember, Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you all because he loves you. Now all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. We'll see you next week.